0: Hey guys, my name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach putting self-betterment into a shot glass because let's face it, who's got that much time these days? I come unpolished, unrehearsed, on purpose. If you're looking for more of a wine glass, you've come to the wrong place. People think therapists have perfect relationships and that is completely not true. I I am proof of that. Yes, we have studied theories and acquired tools, but we are also human, which means we have our own stories just because uh we coach people with relationships doesn't mean that we don't struggle with them ourselves so in the last decade, I've been in two long term relationships, a few short term relationships actually i think three long- yeah three long term relationships, a few short term relationships, uh lots of dating. Um, a long stretch of no dating, then more dating. I've been in fulfilling relationships and some not so fulfilling relationships. And I've been catfished and rejected and confused and also pleasantly surprised. Um, I've been present. I've also been in my head. I've been judgmental. I've been open. I've been narrow. And I've been conflicted. (laughs) Alright, um, <laughs> but through this journey, I've had some revelations, and I would like to share them with you, uh, partly because they may help you, but most, mostly because um, I need to get this shit out. Alright, so you can be my therapist today. Um, here are some of my learnings, and uh, I'm going to give you seven of them, but also know that uh, you know you constantly learn for the rest of your life about love. Love is one of those things where... Um, It doesn't, you you can't master it, right? It's something that you learn um, and it changes and it grows as you grow and change and evolve. It's like this this thing, right? It's not um, something that can be um, put into a box or figured out. Okay, number one is love is not a battlefield. Your head is and I'm sure that uh, if you follow me, you've heard this many times and it's so true. Uh, Yes, love can feel like. Tiptoeing through a forest of explosives and that's probably what uh, Pat Benatar was feeling when she wrote that song But ultimately it's everything in between our ears that gives us that experience our thinking wiring definitions triggers and securities Beliefs about ourselves all formed from our story which includes previous love experiences the destruction is real but where it comes from is not love itself. It comes from us, right? Our toxic. Uh, the the to- I can't say this word. To- toxicity. Toxicity. Oh. Do you- I have a master's degree and I can't say toxicity. There's a few words I just can't say. Why can't I say this? Toxic. Okay, how do I toxicity? Guys, I'm not a quitter. I'm going to say this fucking word if it takes me 20 minutes. Toxicity toxicity okay i'm okay with that doesn't come from love it comes from the toxic the toxic shit doesn't come from love it comes from a self um a lack of self-awareness right tools lack of um tools uh in the dynamic of the relationship like jealousy doesn't come from love it comes from our own insecurities right jumping to conclusions doesn't come from love uh, or, or making assumptions based on feelings in, instead of facts—all that comes from our own cognitive distortions, the way that we think. So, basically, love is not a battlefield. Your head is—if um, you're—if uh, not your head, then 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 your head or both. That was a really bad joke. I'm sorry. Okay, but it's what's happening in our head that creates a feeling like we're in a war zone. So be aware of your thoughts and question what's true, what's distorted. And what's residue from your past? And that's why I always say love without your past. Okay, number two, there is no such thing as perfect. I know that we all want to believe that uh, there is uh, the the quote-unquote perfect partner. And if you think that there is perfect, you are going to be searching for a very long time. There is no perfect. And also, you're not perfect, right? So you have to be kind to yourself. We all love the best that we can with what we have. Um, hopefully, you're not an evil person out there trying to hurt and destroy people. Um, but no one is perfect, and if you're searching for perfect, your ocean's going to turn into a little tiny plastic swimming pool, meaning um, you're not going to have choices. Number three, dating can be fun. And I know that many of you will disagree with this, but... Um, it can be fun, really. It's possible. <laughs> I've been there. It's happened to me. Um, it's all about the mindset, you know. I think the greatest mistake that people make with the dating process is having expectations. First of all, um, I understand that we meet and swipe and DM and and all of the stuff, and we're filling in a lot of blanks and imagining what they're like. Um, and what, what's what's happening is we're creating a cliff for for basically a, a disappointment. Um, so, I mean, I understand that swipe culture and filters and all of that, uh, and all the false advertising and the ghosting and all that is frustrating and it's ridiculous. Um, I understand that it, that dating has become uh, very superficial, right? We they, they, we have, we have turned into baseball cards. I get all that, but if you see dating not as dating. But if you see dating as almost like an experiment, right, to stretch you, um, see dating as a vehicle to learn more about yourself, what you want, what you're attracted to, instead of dating as a way to find, quote unquote, the one. We'll be right back after this brief message. In today's age, it's really hard to find the time to sit down and learn more, especially if you're like me and you're constantly on social media. So I want to recommend an app I just discovered called Blinkist. It's the only app that takes the best key takeaways, right? It's like the Cliff Notes, the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes so you can have things in a shot glass, so you can read and or listen to So 8 million people right now are on Blinkist, and uh, this means that there's a massive growing library from self-help to business to history to whatever you want to listen to. I like Blinkist because, like I said, it's basically in less than 15 minutes, I can feel like I can fast-track my path to a more intelligent, informed, healthy me. Blinkist has a special offer for you. Go to blinkist.com slash angry to start your seven-day free trial. That's B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T blinkist.com slash angry and get your seven-day free trial right now. If you're seeing dating as, as like a, a means to, to, to just find someone, um then yes, dating can be Uh, extremely disappointing and not a good experience but if you use dating as a vehicle to find yourself you know for you to have fun and meet new people and to um, actually be more wide and non-judgmental and and maybe date people that you wouldn't normally date and go out with everyone and just kind of have a good time with it right and more about the human exchange not so much about Uh, finding your one or getting laid, then dating can actually be kind of a fun experience. All right, number four, love is peeling an onion, not biting an apple. What I mean by this is uh, the first layer is not love. That's infatuation, right? That's skin and lust and connection and chemistry and butterflies and all that. Uh, Lots of dopamine. All the possibilities of what could be, and that is, of course, exciting, but I think that love doesn't happen until the layers are peeled, meaning it takes time to get to know someone, you know, until you see like all sides of someone, you don't really know them. So I think love isn't about the initial um attraction. I think that's the first layer. I think love is about uh truly peeling layers and getting to know um someone in, in all their depths, right? This is why I believe that it's more about peeling an onion, then it is uh, the the lightning in the bottle. Uh, I actually think that if the lightning in the bottle is extremely powerful, where you're like, you know, blown away, there's something unhealthy about that dynamic, right? It's it's more than just chemistry. There's something happening underneath. Um, and, and here's the thing is that we, because we've experienced that usually at a younger age, we compare our later love experience to, to that and if it doesn't meet up we think that it's not love but it's probably or it can be healthy love we just don't know yet because we haven't started peeling that onion I by the way hate that uh, that saying peeling an onion it just because you know onion smell all right number five if someone wants to be with you you will know I get a lot of uh, emails and and um Questions about if someone likes me, you know, and, and, and they're, they're doing this, they're doing that. At the end of the day, I really believe if someone wants to be with you, you will know, not necessarily through words, through action. And I think today with uh, the dating landscape, there's a lot of room for miscommunication. There's a lot of texting going on. There's a lot of flir- flirting going on. But listen, if you are kind of not sure if someone is into you, Chances are they're not because you will know through action, right? Uh, He may not be standing outside your window with a boombox over his head, uh, but you will know because he will uh, show in action that he's interested in you. Number six. No one's ever really ready for a relationship. Relationships are like having children, you know. Um, I think a lot of people, when they're single, they want to be perfect for their next relationship, and there's no such thing as perfect. Uh, And and the reason why you're never ready for a relationship is because you're only 50% of a relationship, and you don't know what the other half is going to be like. And, and, I mean, as you get to know the person, you do. But um, you can't, you know, pick in advance um, what tools the other person has, right? So you're, you're never going to be ready, ready. You're going to be as ready as possible. Um, you're going to do as much as you can until you bring uh, everything that you want to bring to the table. And also, like, what does ready even really mean? You know, I think self-help books, relationship articles, and seminars, and it creates this kind of false image of what your internal life should look like before you decide to love someone. The truth is, you don't know when you're going to meet someone, right so um you you just when you meet someone you meet someone and wherever you're at wherever your quote unquote ready is that's it's like it, it's on you know it, you're <laughs> it's like you're being de- you're being um I almost said deported but not deported uh you're being deployed right it's time to go so uh your training never stops and then when The universe presents someone to you it's on so um, you're never really going to be ready ready all right and then number seven I'm going to say this will be the last one um, hold love don't grab it and I talk about this a lot Um, it's so important I think most people hold love and behind holding love um, like many grab love right and and it slips from their hands. And because behind grabbing is control and blueprints and definitions and judgment. And people think grabbing love is what it means to love hard, but that but that's actually the opposite. To love hard um, means to actually hold it with two hands, not grab it. So think about love as a bird you're trying to feed. And and if you chased a bird trying to feed it food, it's gonna fly away, right? That's like grabbing. Um and the more you grab it, the faster it will flee, but if you actually hold the food out with an open palm, then the bird will come to you. And that's kind of what I think holding uh, love instead of grabbing love looks like, right? And then you build trust, and the more uh, it, as in the bird, uh, trusts you, the more frequently it will come. And so if you're like consistent and you're there all the time, the bird will start eating out of your hand. And uh, I I think love kind of works that way, right? So ask yourself, are you actually grabbing in your relationship? Are you controlling? Are you jealous? Are you, you know, even if it's subtle, right? Um, Are you putting strategy into your relationship? Are you gaslighting? Um, Are you making demands and ultimatums? Those are all grabbing uh, behaviors. Or are you creating a safe space? Are you actually holding love by uh, accepting your partner, championing her story, um, accepting them and all their you know, their defects. Well, I don't know if I should say defects, but imperfections and seeing their imperfections as perfect. Thank you for listening. Be well and love hard. And by hard, I mean responsibly. Hey, two things. One, thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me. And two, if you find any of this dialogue helpful, Please share it with someone who you believe it can help as well. The whole point of this is to create a conversation that can help others. And also, if you want me in your phone, I am now sending texts once a week to people. All you have to do is text the number 55222, uh, keyword ANGRY, all caps, A-N-G-R-Y, and I will send you a text about once a week. This is not a bot. This is directly from me. I hope you enjoy the episode hey if you have a passion to help others and want to become a life coach or you just want to acquire tools to change your own life learn more about our catalyst life coaching intensive we are an evidence-based training program with an amazing authentic vibrant community and we give lifetime support just go to my website theangrytherapist.com and click on life coach training